This podcast is brought to you by Trend. Trend is a micro-influencer marketing platform that helps connect brands with influencers. Learn more, join our network, or start an influencer campaign at trend.io. Welcome back to the DTC pod, everybody. I'm your host, Jay, and today we're going to be talking about linear commerce. So if you haven't heard about this one before, it comes from WebSmith. He runs the website 2PM. If you haven't heard of it, go check it out. He talks about a lot of direct-to-consumer e-commerce topics. He also tweets a lot over there. And so I wanted to cover this concept and kind of just explain a little bit what it's about. And the core of it basically connects back to being able to acquire customers at a lower acquisition cost and also generating higher lifetime value on those same customers. So Web kind of defines it as linear commerce as the line where media meets commerce. And one thing as he kind of dives a little bit deeper into the topic is that there's basically five different versions that you can use to launch your direct-to-consumer brand. And so I'll quickly jump into those things. So version one, um, and he calls them versions, so we'll call them the same thing. So version one is basically when a brand launches with a PR strategy and their main form of customer acquisition is going to be a lot of paid stuff. That's what the main focus is. Version two is a brand might run a go-to-market strategy with a well-received media push. And then what they're going to do there to continue to keep acquiring customers is doing some paid media, and they might have some short-term organic visibility efforts that they're driving. Version three is if a brand launches with a media partnership intact and kind of works to develop affiliate deals as well. Version four is when a brand launches a publishing operation. And so what they're kind of doing over there is basically trying to acquire the audience first with the end goal being that they're going to deliver a product to the market. And basically, once they have that audience built in, it's much easier to deliver that product and have the demand behind it. And version five is a well-received media company operation launches a brand much later. So what we're thinking about there is, you know, they might not be launching the brand today. They might not be launching it tomorrow. They might not be launching it for another five years. So the brand is not really on the top of their mind for what they're launching over there. But it is kind of a consideration, maybe down the line. This idea is really interesting. And so we've talked about, you know, it's it's really just blending where media meets commerce. And I think it's a great way to think about things because, what you want to do and and what you really want to focus on is acquiring audience. And I'll jump into that in a second, some strategies that you can kind of do there. But it's really interesting to see the way that companies today, especially direct-to-consumers companies and e-commerce companies, might be rethinking the way that they are launching products and doing it in a more sustainable, growth-focused way. Social media is a full-time job, but you don't have to do it alone. Ami is our favorite social media agency. From TikTok to Tweet, you'll work with a team of professionals to level up your social media in 2021. Visit amisocial.com. That's A-M-I-E social.com. And so one of the things Web talks about is that, you know, versions one and two that we talked about where you're launching with either a PR strategy or a go-to-market strategy with a well-received media push are usually the more predictable paths that are taken by venture-backed direct-to-consumer brands. But what we're starting to see a little bit more is version four, which is brands launching with that publishing operation first. And so 
what that allows you to do is basically acquire your audience first, and then you're basically selling to the audience. It's a much more sustainable way of driving that. And so what you want to think of over there is basically how can I build my tribe, my audience, before going to the market or maybe doing it simultaneously, and but really focusing in on, on driving that audience. So a lot of that has to do with the type of content that you're creating. That's the biggest piece over here. And so when you're creating content, you want to be providing value. So one good thing I was thinking about as I was reading through this topic is figuring out a way that you can kind of position your product or whatever topic you're trying to cover as a value-driven approach. For instance, if you're launching a skincare brand, you might want to consider you know, offering content that kind of educates consumers on proper skincare, things like that, and maybe give some tips around it. So you're not necessarily pushing with the brand first. That might come later, but you want to really focus on building that audience first. I think it's a really strong way to build your brand. Like Webb mentioned, it's really a, a good way to, to lower your customer acquisition costs, increase your lifetime value there. And so those are some considerations over there. And so when you're doing that, even when you're, if you decide to work with Trend and create a campaign on Trend and work with creators, kind of think of ways that you can use creators and influencers as a way to leverage education to the audience that's out there. So you're picking the right creators to work with. You're picking the right influencers that have you know, the audience that matches what your target audience is, but figuring out ways how you can have them deliver content that kind of more so educates consumers in that niche, like I mentioned with the skincare example, and doing something like that. I think it's a great way to consider. But yeah, that's kind of a little bit about linear commerce. So I just kind of wanted to quickly touch on the subject and put it on top of your mind. Maybe you'll go out and research a little bit more after that. If you need help kind of strategizing ideas on how to work for content and do some of this stuff, feel free to reach out to the Trend team. We've got a little intercom chat bubble on our website in the bottom right. Um, the team would be happy to help you over there and help you work with some creators to craft that content strategy to grow that audience first so that way you've created the demand and then all you have to do is bring the supply. So that's what I would think of. That's how I would focus it on. But yeah, that's all I've got for you on the podcast today. Um, so I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, feel free to drop us a quick rating, subscribe to the podcast, and we'll see you next time.